to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today, it's my esteemed pleasure to have on country music recording artist, Paige King-Johnson. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good, thank you. Thank you for coming on today. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So how you been holding up with everything going on in the world right now with uh, kind of hunkering down and all those things? Oh, you know, just peachy. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody can only be... Um, you know, we have to give everybody grace as to how they're dealing with all this stuff and just go with the flow. I understand that. I understand that. Now, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell my listeners, uh, you know, about, you know, kind of how you got into country music and that kind of thing. Yeah, so I grew up in a small town in North Carolina. Um, I tell everybody it's just, it's um, two-stop lot town and we have a McDonald's and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I grew up, you know, listening to country music. My parents were huge fans of classic country music. And so uh, it was a normal thing for me to sit around and listen to Waylon Jennings and Merle Haggard and Loretta Lynn all day long and not think anything of it. And um, always in my blood, music was in general. And as I was young, I was singing at church and I was playing piano and everything. Um, And when I was 10 years old, I decided that guitar might be fun. And so uh, my grandpa actually bought me uh, my first guitar for Christmas when I was 10 and gave it to me. I was so surprised and ecstatic. And um, he kind of urged me into going into that that area of music and and really, you know, diving into guitar lessons and seeing how that would go. And um, so I started you know, taking guitar lessons and learning how to play and sing at the same time, which took a lot of uh, time to get down as a 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just kind of took it from there and, you know, started playing everything that I grew up listening to and trying to sound exactly like them and, uh, you know, no, playing no out a different thing. No big shoes to fill there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I know. So it took a while, and then uh, that following Easter, my grandpa actually passed away, Um, and so I really took that as my sign that, you know, he had put this, all this faith and trust and uh, hope into me that, you know, I would really take this whole guitar thing and and kind of see where it went. So um, I took that as my sign that I really needed to, you know, focus on it and kind of give it a shot at least and I ended up falling in love with it. I fell in love with performing and, and singing and everything and so um, from then on I was hooked and I, I absolutely knew that this was what I wanted to do. It's what I had to do um, and I was going to kick, scratch and claw my way to to be able to do it. Now, is, is and, and that's awesome and, and I love the, the backstory of that part. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what was your influences as you became more honed as an entertainer? Did you still reach back on, you know, those greats like Loretta and Patsy and Waylon and Merle? Or did you, did you fit all in between? I I do. And so as an artist and a songwriter myself, whenever I sit down to write songs for me, um, I very much, I love the, the sounds and the storytelling that come in classic country music. And, um, I'm a firm believer that, you know, those are the strong legs that country music was built upon, and that's kind of, you know, that's where the the meat of it all is. And so whenever I sit down to write for myself, when I go out to perform on stage, I'm very much emulating all of those 
you know, greats that came before us. And so trying to keep to the simplistic melodies and and music and really letting the story behind uh, within the song to to kind of stand on its own legs. I, I love, you know, performers who can get up on stage and silence a crowd or get them on their feet with, I mean, by just standing there and singing a song. It's, it's absolutely amazing. And I love the the meat and the, the heart that comes out in songs like that. So that's really what I strive to, to write every time I sit down with, you know, a friend to co-write stuff for myself. Now I'm going to ask you on that part of it is, is that, now, for your, and I ask this to every every songwriter I have on the show, are you one of those songwriters that sit there and says, okay, it's Tuesday morning, I'm going to sit down and write, or does the mood have to strike you, or does, you know, all of a sudden you hear something that you know, that influences you, or God snaps his fingers? How does your particular procedure go, or a whole <laughs> bunch of everything? <laughs> it's always a mix. I mean, I feel like I gather all of my ideas um, on very on a whim. Um, I, I love going for walks and usually when I get into walks, usually about 10 minutes in is when it all kind of starts hitting me and when things start flowing. So I always have my phone with me whenever I go out on a walk um, for many reasons, mostly safety reasons, but also, <laughs> also to be able to, you know, grab my phone and be able to sing into it or, or jot down lyrics that come into my mind um, as well. But I'm also very much of a top A person and I love um, a calendar and all of a schedule and if I don't schedule out time for something then it probably won't end up happening and so um, you know I treat co-write and writing just by myself uh, very much as you know showing up to a, a meeting and an appointment and so you know I have it in my phone and, and I have it written down everywhere uh, because you know you have to show up and you have to put in the work and the time to be able to craft a song. I mean, you can have an idea for something all day long, but if you don't sit down and give it the time of day and, uh, you know, the emotion and the, the thought that it needs, then it's not going to, you know, be those hard-hitting songs that we know and love in country music. And so, um, you know, it, songwriting is called an art and a craft for a reason. It doesn't just kind of come out of nowhere. So definitely a, a mix of everything. I like that. Yeah, I, I don't think very few people I've spoken to or we've had on the show that have said, oh, well, I just sit down and do that Lionel Richie and I just write the song in 20 minutes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, but so, and, and as far as the fact of now, I, I feel that you kind of have an attitude with with your uh, music. It kind of feels like you have that kind of grit to you. I was listening to a couple of your songs in the Water Down the Whiskey, which is, I know, a song you have out right now. Really good song, mm-hmm. and uh, but it, but you're singing with an attitude, and and, and, I, and I like that kind of that kind of has a spark to it. Yeah, well, um, along with you know the classic country people that I listen to, I, I grew up listening to Miranda Lambert, and I love her. Um, you know, as she started out as what I call crazy Miranda, and then she kind of moved into in love Miranda, and then she moved into heartbroken Miranda. So she's had different stages, but um, I, I love the sass that comes out in her music, and uh, that was kind of you know the inspiration behind Water Down the Whiskey with that. Now, now tell us a little bit. Of, tell us a little bit about the song. Yeah, so uh, I co-wrote it with a friend of mine in Nashville. His name is Mike Astrakhan, and um, we've been writing together for probably a year and a half now. 
But uh, this song was actually the first song that we ever wrote together. We had, um, and I came in. I had had this, the title written down in my in my phone for a little while, and I knew that I, it needed to be a sassy song, and I didn't quite know what the story behind it was going to be. And so, as we were throwing out ideas that day, uh, I said "Water Down the Whiskey," and that was kind of the the title and the idea that we flung, both flunked to, and we thought that we could really, you know, take it to the next level and. And write a good story behind it, and you know, me trying to explain to him that I love storytelling. So he really knew that we needed to have a good story behind this whole song, and we both felt like uh, being in a situation in a relationship where maybe you're putting in a lot more effort than the other person is um, is something that a lot of people that can hit home to a lot of people, and that a lot of people could relate to, and so. Um, I tell everybody it's our spassy girls <laughs> that, uh, you, you know, you're telling somebody you don't need them. If they want to be done and out of this relationship, that is perfectly fine. Y'all can go your separate ways, but he just needs to go ahead and break it off. Or she needs to go ahead and break it off. You know, a lot of people on both sides can find themselves in this part of the relationship, which is not fun at all. And, um, you know, heartbreaks or and breakups are gonna hurt and they're gonna sing but you know they just need to be like band-aid just rip it off and go ahead and do it right and a lot of people you know i i think a lot of people identify with that and it's funny i've, I've seen several songs recently uh that have kind of had you know touching on the idea of of a different way of saying about breaking up and, and i think yours is just another version of of putting it out there something that's a little different and uh, it kind of directly shoots right at it. That's why I wanted to know a little bit of the backstory of kind of how that how that came about. Yeah. I mean, and obviously you've gotten a great response uh, from the song. I mean, it's, it's done very well on Music Road Charts and everything else. So and congratulations for that. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That, that's really cool to, to be getting it. So what are your projects are you working on right now? So um, currently we're in the middle um, and we have been in the middle ever since March when all this stuff kind of hit. Right when March hit, we were um, <laughs> just about to pull the trigger on, you know, a new release for stuff. And I told my team that I really, I didn't feel like it was the right time. Uh, I, I knew that, you know, everybody was kind of on edge. And uh, the, the single that we have, I, I wanted it to, selfishly, as a songwriter and as, the mom to this child that I am, uh, to this song child of mine. Um, I wanted to make sure that this song got the, the light that it deserved. And, uh, cause I very much believe in this song. And so we kind of pumped the brakes on it. And now finally, as things are starting to get back up and running with everything, I'm actually headed back to Nashville, um, next week and we're getting some stuff together and hopefully we're going to be releasing it here within the next month or two uh finally uh this uh, next song is it's a slower song but it's um one of my favorites that i have written and it seems to be a favorite among uh fans and family and everybody else who have heard it before and so i'm really excited to kind of see where this would take me it's a lot different than water down the whiskey um but uh I do think that it is another very relatable thing. So working on that, it's always hard to talk about that stuff because it's, you know, 
we have to keep things a secret until they're supposed to be known. <laughs> right, right. Can, can you leak the title out or do we have to wait? Um, it, yeah, so the title of it is called Just Like You. Just Like You. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, and so do we have an approximate date on this page? Do we have any we're, like- we're, we're hoping towards the end of September right now. Okay. You come back on the show and uh, when it, when you're ready to put it out, right? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. We'd love to have you back there, back to talk <laughs> about it. Now, now, question. Now, so what has been your guilty pleasure since you've been off, unfortunately, since you've been off touring everything else? What's been your guilty pleasure besides, you know, writing songs and everything else? What's been your thing away from music? Are you on Netflix? Are you on, you know, what, do you, what are you doing to beat up your time? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm most definitely a foodie, so I came home to North Carolina, where I'm from, and so I've been home for five months now, and being able to get my mama's home cooking has been amazing for me. Not necessarily the scale, but um, <laughs> it's been really nice. And uh, definitely something that I'm going to miss whenever I'm back out on the road and things get back to normal again. Yeah, are are you catching any shows while you're uh, while you're when, when you're downtime? Or is there anything like you've fallen for on 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 cable or anything? Um, Yellowstone right now. My my whole family we grew up not on a ranch like like on Yellowstone, but I grew up on a farm and we ridden horses all my life, and so. It's really cool to be able to see a, a show like that that's kind of like the old westerns that used to be on uh, with modern-day topics and, and actors, stuff like that. So uh, nice. our whole family, it has been a, a whole family production that happens every Sunday night <laughs> <laughs> around the TV that's actually been really nice. So Yellowstone, that, that's that's like, That's very cool. And you can't go wrong with Kevin Costner, so, you know... Oh um, no! no. <laughs> I mean, and he's a great cat, so and a musician. Um, but yeah. you know, it, it's just I just wonder because everybody's got their got their deal, and I just have to ask what it is. So you were talking about you know this new song coming out, and and you know building up for that. What was kind of uh, your premise to writing it? Yeah, so it's a it's a love song, and um, I tell people all the time if they've never sat down to write songs before. Um, for me, love songs have and probably always will be the hardest to sit down and write because I feel like you can sit down and write a breakup song anytime, any day. If you ask any songwriter in town, it's easy. Yeah, we could sit down and write one in probably an hour and a half and it'd be a really good one because whenever you're getting broken up with or you're breaking up with somebody, uh, you're usually feeling a lot of feelings and a lot of emotions and um, anger is a very easy <laughs> thing to write about and to put into context. But um, love songs, I feel like, you know, because whether it is to a particular person or if it's for an occasion, uh, you want to make sure if you're saying everything right and you want to make sure that uh, you're getting everything across the way that you're feeling it. So uh, for me, there's a lot more pressure on love songs than um, this song in particular, it took a little while to write, but I covered it with a friend of mine that I actually met in college in Nashville, and she is one of the best songwriters that I know, and I had this idea for the song, and I took it to her because 
and I told her, I said, Reagan, you're the only person that I know and that I trust with um, to be able to sit down and really, you know, get this out on paper and it be right and it to be what I want to say. And so um, we sat down and it was so easy to write with her and uh, I instantly loved it. And it has only grown and uh, as I've, you know, played it for friends and family, like I said, and, and my team out in Nashville, they all fell in love with it and believed in it just as much as I did. So we knew whenever we went back in to uh, kind of figure out what the next release was going to be that this one had to be it. And I do feel like at this, you know, with everything going on, everybody is needing a little bit extra comfort and a little extra uh, hug from the people that they can actually get hugged. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we all like need that. some comfort right now. <laughs> I like that. And, and I'm glad you shared that message because that's exactly uh, what I feel our, our listeners need. I mean, whether, whether they're list going and listening to your music on YouTube or on your on your Facebook or whatever, or on iTunes and go and buy it or whatever it happens to be, or if they're coming and listening to you on the, on our show, the idea is, is that people try to get away from the real world for a little while, a little while and right now, it's nice to get away from the world for a while, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we need a little bit of false sense of reality, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, and you, it, it has to be hard when you're when you're an artist like yourself, and I've I've talked to so many that you know being on the road and then all of a sudden you're not. How how have you know share a couple of things that have been uh, you've you've done to make it easy? Obviously, you know, so mom's cooking that definitely helps. You know, oh, I mean, yeah, in the process, sure. um, you talk about weight. I said, somebody says, well, I lost my COVID-19. I said, well, I found it. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I gained the COVID-19, you know? right? <laughs> so, but uh, I was like, no, no problem. I found it for you. But, um, you know, but that's the thing. So what else have you been doing to kind of like, you know, you said you, you go out, you know, for walks and whatever else. Is that your relaxation deal that you like to do? Yeah. And I mean, as a as an artist and a musician, when you're out on the road all the time, you're you're never in one place for more than you know two or three days. And so, um, I couldn't tell you the last time that I had this much time at home back home in North Carolina with my family and my boyfriend and my sister who just got married. And so it's really been nice to be able to have that uninterrupted family time where I could kind of get back to my roots and, and being back on our farm at home and being able to ride horses again and, um, you know, just take time to slow down. I feel like, if anything, all of this stuff has taught us that, you know, maybe we do fill our lives with too much junk that we don't need to be doing and we stress ourselves out too much. And um, I feel like I've heard over and over again from so many people near near and dear to me that, you know, as frustrating as it is that so many things are getting canceled and that we can't do our normal things, that everybody has really enjoyed the time to just be able to sit down and not have five places to go to every single night and to be able to enjoy time with each other and be able to sit down and cook supper and have it all around the table with everybody. And so, um, you know, knowing that if all this hadn't happened, I would not have gotten all of this time with my family, um, that I have been able to get. So trying to find a lot in everything and, and make it a little better and, and whenever we can. 
and no, and I totally agree. I mean, because sometimes we forget, we do appreciate it, but we forget. We take everything for granted, you know, per se, but not really. We try not to. So I, I, I agree with that and the, and the time span. And people don't realize, and by the way, I, I say this during every show that we have entertainers on here, is that, look, most of the people I have on there are not independently wealthy. So they make their money on tour. So please go and support <laughs> yeah. the merchandise, buy their music. You know, I mean, you know, Paige King Johnson right now has got hits out right now. Go pick up her music, you know, and, and check out her website, any merchandise she's got on because, you know, do you have any shows coming up on Facebook or anything? Yes, I do. And I've actually, you know, thank the Lord, uh, we've been able to find new ways to be able to play shows. And so um, I do have some live shows that are kind of getting back on the books right now and I'm actually in the process of planning a music festival back in my hometown that was supposed to happen back in May, and we had to postpone it all, and now we've converted it to a drive-in situation that we're going to be doing out there, and so I'm very excited to be able to kind of get some, some normal live music back, uh, not only for me and the, my other friends who are playing, but also the people nearby, because I feel like we all just kind of need some sort of formal, fun thing to look forward to and still trying to create it in a space that, you know, first and foremost, safe right. uh, for everybody to be able to do and um, for everybody to be able to get with their families and just stay with their families and have plenty of room between everybody else. But, you know, we've all been in this for five months and I've been seeing a lot of other artists who have been able to successfully have all these shows and create these environments where... Uh, you know, the new normal, quote-unquote, is in place, but we're still being able to have some, you know, old normal stuff mixed in there. Do we have a date on that show, uh, Paige? Yeah, so it's actually August 29th in my hometown in Andrew, North Carolina. Did give them a plug. Tell them where it's at. Give them all the details, please. Yeah, it's called the Country Yard Party. And we're going to be having food trucks out there, and it's going to be myself and three other country and bluegrass bands that are playing um and it is if anybody is near anger or the raleigh area on highway 210 and anger we have tickets for sale online uh through eventbrite and they can just find it on my website on the the tour page we'll, we'll put a link out there for it because i i'm very hesitant on pushing events but you're having something like that that it's you know, during this condition, normally I push you, then you call me up in any day, and I'd be like, okay, boom, we'd have it on the air. But with, for these type of events, I'm very careful with it. So I like the idea. It's one of these theater type things, and it's safe, and 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 you know, it's something that people can pull up with their family, already have with their family, and go watch some great entertainment. So you know, if you guys are in the area, you guys definitely go check it out uh, for sure. And I'm anxious to hear how well it goes because I'm sure that people are going to be climbing by the droves just to get out there and enjoy themselves and hear some good music. <laughs> You know, so I, so I, you know, we hope so. Break a leg, somebody else's. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, right. But um, no, but that and that's great, and I and I've, and you know, to reach out. What do you want to say to your fans that are out there and that are coming and checking out your music uh, online, your Facebook, and and all your uh, social media and everything else? What do you want to say to your fans out there right now? Honestly, just thank you. I know, you know, people who aren't in, you know musician and artist's jobs stay, you know, music for them is an outlet or it's a, a safe place. And for us, it is that as well, but it's also our careers and it's our 
livelihoods. And so people have no idea how much it helps to just go watch a music video or to go, you know, listen to that song and stream it again, you know, for the third time today or <laughs> whatever they may be doing to buy a t-shirt online, even though they don't need one. Um, and, you know, I could not have gotten through these last few months without everybody who has been so gracious to tune into the Facebook live shows and to, you know, throw money in the virtual tip jars and buy CDs that they really didn't need. Um, it has, it's done so much for me, not just financially, but emotionally. And to just know that, um, even though we don't have the face to face contact and, uh, being able to see everybody out at shows and, and get that, I still felt so much support and love and appreciation from everybody. Um, it's just, it's full of my mind and it's been great. So thanks. I want to compliment you some. I think this is the coolest thing ever. I went on your website and you have, you sell lyric greeting cards. I do. I think that's the most badass thing ever. You know, I mean, that's really cool. I mean, how well, do you come you about know, that? I tell people, I tell people that I am, I'm a 23-year-old living in an 85-year-old woman's body. Um... <laughs> I have one of the oldest souls in the world, and so I love physical things, uh, which is why whenever, you know, we went into the studio and we recorded the EP, I immediately, I said, I don't even want to worry about putting everything out online right now. I just want CDs. I want to have it. I want to be able to give it to people, and one of my other favorite things to do is to sit down and just write a card and send it in snail mail to somebody, um, whether it's for birthdays or you know, just because or thank you notes or whatever. Um, it is one of my favorite things to do. And so, and I actually grew up, whenever I grew up, I was very much into making handcrafted cards and I entered them in into our uh, state fair. And so it's just kind of always been a thing. It's figured, why not be able to have lyrics, my own lyrics, on greeting cards that people can send to other people as, you know, different messages and, so I joined together with one of my friends from back at home who has her own business, and we kind of dreamed up what we wanted all the designs to look like, and I sell them all in, in packs, bundled up in uh, hay twine, hay bales, uh, hay cool. really? from our barn, and it's uh, all packaged together, and they're sent out to everybody, so... They might even come with a few pieces of hay left over from the barn. <laughs> <laughs> that is really cool. I saw that and I was like, I had to had to touch on that because that is really cool. And uh, hey, you don't know, maybe Hallmark could come and knock and you know, <laughs> uh, maybe so. Yeah. Honestly, that'd be the dream. You know, have a couple of hit records and uh, and a couple of hit cards. You're on top. <laughs> yeah, why not? You know, that, that is really cool. I mean, and, and, you know, looking forward to everything coming up for you. You know, one, we really appreciate you taking the time to come on here. Tell everybody where we can find you on social media. Yeah, it's uh, Paige King Johnson. Um, wow, where Facebook. <laughs> I just had, uh, it just left me. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. You know, my 85-year-old self, I don't have a TikTok, unfortunately, mainly because I don't know how to use it. <laughs> but any, anywhere else, you, you're good to go. 
That's all right. My grand, my eleven-year-old granddaughter showed me how to do it. So don't, don't be bad. <laughs> oh goodness, you know? it just blows my mind. But no, it, it's it's really cool. I mean, and you, and your songs. Obviously, people can buy them on iTunes and Spotify. Yes, all the mm-hmm. major outlets out there that sell music. Make sure to go subscribe to her uh, page, King Johnson, on YouTube, Facebook, everything, Instagram, everything that's out there. Um, thank you again so much for coming on. It's been a real pleasure. I hope to have you on in the future. You said you'd come back on when your song comes out. We'd love to have you. Absolutely. Count me in. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Paige King Johnson, go check her out right now. You have a great, safe, wonderful day. Thank you. Y'all too. Take care.